0: Again, dear listeners, this is the Grammapod Show Afternoon. Our third piece is a short poem called Absence of Love by Margaret Fuller Ossoli, performed by Amy Moonbeam.
1: Though many at my feet have bowed and asked my love through pain and pleasure, Fate never yet the youth have showed
2: me to receive so great a treasure.
1: Although sometimes my heart, deceived, would love because it sighed to feel. Yet soon I changed and sometimes grieved because my fancied wound would heal.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, give a round of applause to Amy Moonbeam for her performance of The Absence of Love of Margaret Fuller Osoli. Our next piece is a one-act modern mystery play of Clive Back's The Cloak, performed by Cara Bensteed, Holly Burgess-Smith, and Kate Finney.
2: There is a time for laughter, and a time for serious thought and solemn pacing rhyme. We do not purpose now to bring you mirth, but rather, if we can, to show how strange is man, and what it is that cankers life on earth. First then, I pray you all to understand our stage, our scenery, Represents no land that ship or train might come to, but instead a world of spirits, the unborn and the dead. Next, of ourselves, the players. Let us be imagined out of our mortality, for those who speak our play will not be flesh and blood, not mortal clay, but spirit. The first unborn eager for breath and pure, the second wakening after death. So much I tell you that our words may win full comprehension. Let the play begin.
1: Love. I am lost. Which way? Where is the track? Should I push onward blindly or turn back? Which way? I cannot see. One inch in front of me. Or does the darkness only seem so great because I come from heaven? If I should wait a little here, my sight may slowly learn to use this weaker light. Yes, it was true. The place begins to grow upon my sense. It is a mountain pass with heaven's blue peaks above me and below abysms of flowery grass. Have I indeed come downward all that way and in so brief a time? I cannot then be very far now from the world of men where once I was and whither, if I may I would return today. Does memory play me tricks, or will these eyes meet there with beauty more than they can drink? For I remember, or at least I think I can remember, dark woods and clear skies, diamonds of morning sunlight on the sea, and sunsets too, that were like paradise dissolving into air. And men and women happy, kind and wise? Oh, to be once more back on Earth. To be woman or man once more. But how to guess which pathway to explore?
2: The Earth is one day distant. Who is here?
1: An angel? Yes. (sighs) Why, I'm still so near to heaven. I greet you after the sweet way of those with whom I walked but yesterday. I have been sent, dear sister, as you know, to find the world. Tell me, which way to go? Do you want life?
2: Have you not bliss enough?
1: I am a jar that heaven has brimmed with love, to overflowing, since I can hold no more. But wonder if I seek to share my store? For though my memories of the earth are kind, there must be many things that I forget. And often with a strangely puzzled mind, I've heard some that had been lately there say that men have not yet made quite the whole world fair, as heaven is fair. And so, perhaps too proudly, I dared hope, love there might still find scope. If I was right, tell me which path to take. Some spirits I know, when they draw near to earth, are frightened, frightened just to sleep and wake. I think I never had that fear of birth.
2: Come, um, sister. From this peak, you can describe that planet you, which you seek.
1: Where? I perceive more stars than I can count. Like bubbles in the universal night. What is the Earth, I wonder? That great fount
2: of leaping flames? No. It is far less bright. It is a little sphere, a humble face that hardly shows among the sons of this space. You see that mighty glow? Men call her Sirius, with an endless play of colours like an iridescent robe. And that, look east and your vision probe beyond the Milky Way.
1: Beyond? I can see nothing. All is dark. Look once again. A fitful glowing spark. Is that the world?
2: Why, you have scarce begun to find the world. That is man's blinding sun.
1: But now I see. Faint disks that move about it circle-wise. Or could they be no more than most within my own strained eyes? A little
2: third one. You can perceive it. Yes. That is the earth. How little, how obscure you think, but you shall find there nonetheless great beauty and much woe to endure. And what will first be like? Mm. A gradual sleep a dwindling down until it led to drowned in that life you wake to want and I swear it shall
1: not put out my intent. Deal to be spent in love, till life be
2: spent. Myriads go down to earth with that resolve, and you perhaps may find force to maintain it. Yet, I warn you, earth contracts the sky-large mind. I pray you lead me to the next point. You ask an hour too soon, I have a harder task. What is it? I am waiting here to guide the footsteps of a woman who has just died. For when they slip their bodies and, as men say, are dead, all human spirits pass by this way. From heaven they go forth simply clad, like you. But as years pass, they let the whirring brain weave no thoughts but of self-glory and self-gain. These, though not visibly to their mortal view, become a cloak, a richly patterned cloak that hides their true selves as a flame and smoke. And having worn it there on earth so long, they will not cast it by, but think that they are the garment which they wear. It is my task to teach her that before she enters heaven, her separate self must die, and she becomes simple as you once more. Grant
1: me a wish. What is it? Let me prove that not vaingloriously I spoke of love. Depute your task to me and I will set her free.
2: That is more difficult than it sounds to be.
1: How? Difficult to prevail on her to cast the cloak away and be
2: herself at last? I grant your wish. And then Look, she comes, not yet free of earthly care, but walking, half asleep and half awake, like someone in a dream he cannot break.
3: No, stay, you mustn't leave me. Though my head is clear of pain, I know the fever's gone. I cannot think that I'm still in bed. I feel as if I had been climbing on somewhere from crest to crest, and could not stop, and yet I must have rest.
2: Her thoughts, you see, not being yet clean cleft, are tangled with that life which she has left. Come near. I want to
3: tell you something. Can you hear? I owe my sister money. She is afraid that if I'm sick for long it won't be paid. Do tell her that I will pay to the last penny. I shan't die. This will soon have passed. Won't it? Have I fallen asleep?
2: This trance of memory that drugs all her powers moment by moment will become less deep.
3: They're just a dream. The rocks, the sun, on high. That caught in the cloud makes peril of half the sky. And those green slopes of never-starned flowers come closer. If she talks of it today, give her my solemn promise to repay. Once I am well, where have you gone? You seem a thousand miles away. And there they rise again, those rocks of dream. I must fare on. How weak I am. The weight even of my cloak begins to grow too great.
2: She has waked. Go forth, dissolve that spell that binds her till she drops her cloak. Speed well.
1: Sister, I come to help you. Do
3: I need help? It has always been my pride to scorn dependence upon
1: others. And indeed, who are you? Why, a spirit as yet unborn. There's no such thing. But how? Can you believe that now? Look! I am here!
3: Souls without foam are things impossible. Like string music without
1: strings. And then, you have a form, That which I wear, now is the pattern of my body there. There, on the earth, you mean? I go, today. This can't be
3: true. If you are, what do you say? How then of me? Your body has just died. I'm dead. If that be so, I had little men yet know. For men have tossed that fear to the side these many years ago. Have they?
1: How strange. Because their world, you see, is just as unimaginable to me.
3: Then I suppose these rocks are heaven.
1: Alas, heaven lies a long way from this mountain pass. Which, if I understood, the angel rightly bridges the two worlds.
3: Good. One path must lead to heaven, if heaven there be. And that's the path for me.
1: You think to undergo that second birth just as you are? Just as you came from Earth? Why not? So many faculties that have use in life. I hear grapes that have lost their juice.
3: If I am dead, I have lost my wealth, my fame. And now in heaven you tell me I shall find the inflexible will that made men fear my name, and the great learning of my book-built mind made chaff. That leaves me just like other folk. I say I'll enter heaven. What must I do?
1: First, fling away your cloak.
3: This? But I worked at this my whole life through. Making it from thousand threads and scrapes, the intricate design, marks me for what I am. And though perhaps the world may have a few that are as
1: fine, there's none that matches mine. And yet, you cannot come to heaven, I swear, till you have cast it off, however fair, it is a garment, merely.
3: No, much more, it's a personality that I wore, all that I have been. And if I lose my cloak, what will it mean? To lose identity, to be but one, of millions like a flame within the sun. Not to be I at all. If thus you seek life, let your hope be small. What do you mean? That if you will not wear some garment to impress your fellows there, you will go wretchedly to your dying day, for every man will push you from his way.
1: Do men not help each other?
3: Can you be so ignorant, and yet would counsel me? For you, the world will prove a bitter skill, I warn you, and men count you but a fool.
1: How strange to find so rare goodwill that should be general as the air. But what of love? Has it no place with men? It is a star, seen and soon lost again. They do not now make war? The world is old. For some few yards
3: of soil, a little gold. Still. But when war is done, in days of peace? Every man then fights for his own increase. Friend against friend? How can the world advance? How, if at all, not by man's will but chance? I thought that men were kind of hard and just. Why should they be, thinking themselves mere dust? But they are spirits! Yet most men squander life, in filleries, or the stern up of strife.
1: Alas, if this be true, I think the earth terrible. I begin to dread my birth. If you
3: remain as simple there as here, and so think love, the sovereign power through space, you'll indeed find men just as you fear, a cruel and crafty race. Who most exalt the heartless and the strong, and force the gentlest to endure most wrong? Be wise. Weave yourself a protection and disguise. Of this be sure. Either you must fulfil the will of others, or impose your will. But if you cast out pity from your heart, and at the very start, see what you want, and thrusting others by, match it and keep it. Why? You may live happy and think the role to play, pleasant enough, there is no other way. I fought to bring man love, before you spoke. Love in simplicity gain no good on earth.
1: And that was why you made yourself that cloak?
3: So you begin to understand its worth. But which path must I take? All is so sheer. Till you throw off your cloak,
1: you are bound here.
3: Ah, you go shrewd. You propose, if you can, to get it for yourself—a pretty plan. But since you will not tell, I choose a path at random. Fear you well.
2: Where would you go? I seek for heaven. Your pride in being yourself must first be thrown aside. You see it also.
3: Then in heaven it seems our personalities
2: are but earthly dreams. But what of intellect? In the spheres above, we learn in subtler ways and swifter too than any known to man. How then? We love something and straight away know it through and through. My cloak—it is myself, and yet you see I dare not dare it. Cast yourself away. No. Then remain within this middle state till time have taught you wisdom and you tire of being yourself. Alas, I cannot wait. Cast off your cloak. My
3: fear and my desire stand equal. No, however dread it be, I'll do it. I am free, now I know what joy is, and I come home, after so long, the universe and I flow to one rhythm, and you sister,
2: goodbye. Sister, goodbye. And you?
1: My way is harder, she herself made mock of my simplicity saying the world of men would use me for their drudge and laughing stock. But surely, if I take her cloak, what then? Then I myself should be more strong than they, more subtle-brained, the mightiest, not the least. I will. I'll put it on. Let whoso may content himself with fragments of the feast, I'll wring the pleasures of the whole earth dry. Rule, not be ruled. Give burdens and not bear, and all the world shall know that I am I.
2: She failed, it is not there. But who comes now, and what shall be her fate? For as they leave that state some i have seen in whom love was a flame so bright that men remembered whence they came
0: And this was the cloak ladies and gentlemen performed by Kara Binstead Holly Burgess-Smith, and Kate Feeney. And here ends our afternoon. But it's far from over. Stay alert and be ready for the final part of our program, The Grammapode Show at 6 p.m. To the loo!